episode 50, 10 things we want to read before episode 100. Welcome once again to the Comic Book Time Machine. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Ben Avery. I'm Daniel Butcher. And we are here for episode 50, a milestone episode, you could say. And tonight's going to be fun because uh, we are going to be able to tell you about some things we plan to read here before episode 100 hits. So how long do you think, how long did it take us to get to 50, guys? Uh, eight months or so. Okay, so we got about know. eight months to, to read these 10 things. So sometimes it may be... Just one single book. Sometimes it might be a run of, of a series. So uh, quick backstory on this. Back on my other podcast, The Sci-Fi Christian, which you can find at thesci-fi-christian.com, uh, about a year ago, we were about to hit episode 250. And we were wondering, what should we do? What's big enough for this milestone? So we decided, you know what? We should come up with 25 things since we're at 250, 250. 25 things that we want to uh, watch or read in the next... 100 episodes so uh that was fun i got uh, got to check out some books i'd never read before i got to check out uh some tv shows some movies and so i thought you know what this is a great thing for the comic book time machine because there's so many runs that i want to get to or so many books and and having this list guys you'll see once we start this it's sort of like a great checklist it will encourage you that if you've been wanting to read this for a long time you're going to finally get to it because that's that's what happened to me with some of those movies and tv shows and and books i finally got to it because i had them on my checklist so are you guys pumped for this? A little bit. A little bit. I've got I them ranked. feel adequate. Here's the thing. First of all, this is the first time we've been traveling into the future and looking into the future. Oh, that's, that's a you good know, point. I mean, this is the comic book time machine. We're actually talking about future comics right now for us. So that's kind of yeah. cool. Uh, the other thing is we started in July, it looks like. July okay. 21st. So, so we'll probably release this at the beginning of June, you think, or maybe late May? This will be late May, I think. Yeah. So we're, we're almost a year old. Almost. So, um, so we have them ranked. We uh, do? Originally, so Ben, when you and I were just talking off air, you had mentioned maybe these will be things that we don't discuss on any other episode because we'll have to mention them at least on episode 100. But in some ways, I mean, if there's a listener out there, let's say I mentioned something that some listener out there has been dying to read and they they have good podcast experience. I might like to do a solo episode about maybe one of these, possibly. So, well, here's we'll the see. here's the thing. I'm looking at this as okay. These are things I want to read, but a lot of my comic book reading has been for Welcome to Level Seven and for this, and that's okay. It's fun, but I am using this as my excuse. I think, like you said, this is my excuse to go ahead, find this, read it, not worry about taking notes for a podcast. But if it's good enough, okay, maybe. But maybe and not. I'm going to just say this right now. Okay. There's some stuff on my list because I'm a rule breaker. <sighs> episode. Some of this stuff's going to become an episode. Yeah, oh, I kind of feel like Daniel. I think some of these are bound to become episodes for me. But if I mean, if I if I love them, assuming that I like some of these, who knows? Maybe I'll hate everything. Maybe I'll hate all ten of these things. Daniel, I thought you were going to say you're a rule breaker and you already started reading them. Um, well, I have two of them in hand, but someone wouldn't let me read them yet. <laughs> Hey, the other rule I p- put on myself for this list is these are things that I have not read yet. Or in one case, I've read part of it, but not its entirety. Amen. Same. Yeah, I did the exact same thing. There was one, I won't say which one, but there is one thing on my list where I have read a, a small part of it, just the very beginning, but haven't really sat down to jump into it. So I feel like I'm, I'm okay here. But nothing on my list I've read in full. This is going to be a first time viewing for all of these so should we should we dump it jump into it guys yeah how do you want to do it let's just uh let's each do 10 each do nine so we'll just kind of go in a circle um wait these are supposed to be ranked well i i didn't rank i i didn't rank i couldn't rank i had a hard enough time 
Mine are minorly ranked, but who cares? Okay, so. I am working up to my number one, though. I do have a number one. I'll try and find out, figure out which one was my number one here. Let me, how about this? We'll go me, Daniel, Ben. That way you guys can take time to find your number one. So, because, you know, my number 10, I won't, I won't have a lot to say. I won't have a lot to say about any of these. I just mostly just know about them, so I'm checking it out. So, yeah. my number... Oh, okay, go let's ahead. go. Let's go. My number 10. <laughs> Why are you in such a hurry, Daniel? Well, because... I already know what my number 10 is. Well, no, admit it. You're doing in. more podcasting after this. No, and you, I already know what my number 10 is. Well, why don't you go first, then, Daniel? Go ahead. It'll go Daniel, Matt, Ben, and Number sure. 10. And I don't plan on podcasting about it at all. Spider-Verse. Well, why wouldn't you podcast about this, Daniel? Because I don't want to podcast about it. And... <laughs> My colleague has podcasted about it, but I just got the big hardcover $75 manufacturer suggested retail price collection. But you got it for Got it for $22. <laughs> Thank you, Amazon Bookkeeping, for making mistakes. Boom. I did the same thing. Ben, did you get this for $22? No. Uh, we were all talking about it that night. Yeah, but I wasn't going to read it, so I didn't buy it. All right. All right, uh, my number 10 is a series I don't know too much about. It's called Kill Shakespeare, Kill Shakespeare. And the little I know about it is that I think the characters that Shakespeare created in his plays somehow come to life, and now they're on a mission to kill William Shakespeare. That's kind of cool, actually. It's a, when I heard the description, it reminded me of Fables, but with a murderous twist. Yeah, that's kind of cool. All right, Ben. Uh, I'm going to go with the spirit because I have some of those hardcover editions, the DC archives that they used to do. I got some of them for $5 each and they're regular 50 bucks. And so I saw them and thought there's no way I can pass this up, but I haven't even opened the shrink wrap on these things. So this is Will Eisner's original spirit. It's like volume five and seven and 11 or something like that. Uh, there's nothing important about the volume. I don't know what's inside each one of them. I've read a handful of spirit stories in the past and they've always inspired me as far as creative creativity goes. Uh, his books about writing and making comics were books that I read early on in my career and they, I mean, it's just brilliant, brilliant stuff. So this is the spirit, it, you know, it's a groundbreaking series I, ha- I I couldn't turn it down. Five bucks for a fifty dollar hardcover. Uh, there was three of them, so I grabbed them, and so that's that's one of my things on my list here. Partially because of the history, uh, partially because it's good, and partially because I spent the money, so I need to read read them. So that's that'll be my number ten. So number nine. Back to Daniel then. Number nine. Something that I've started but have not gotten very far. And I'm ashamed to say I have not read it, even though I've owned it for over a year. Sergeant Fury and the Howling Commandos, Volume 1. Hey, there's a podcast that goes along with that. I haven't listened to it, but it's called like Wahoo or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. I just get bogged down. So. I've got notes on the 10 pages I've read. Yikes. So are you going to be posting things about this on Welcome to Level 7? I think eventually it'll be a comic file. Okay. Eventually. At least that was the goal. Nice. All right, my number nine. Now, I've wanted to read this series for a while, but recently when I, when I read Rick Remender's Uncanny, X, no, Uncanny Avengers, it made me realize I really need to go back and read Rick Remender's run on... X-Force. I I don't know if it was X-Force or Uncanny X-Force or maybe a combination, but yeah, I want to go back and read these these stories about sort of a black ops team of X-Men, which include Wolverine, Psylocke, Deadpool. uh, I don't think you're going to like it. Phantom Axe. I don't think you're going to like it. Yeah, I've been wanting to... too violent for you. I'm going to give it a chance. Let's see if I like it. I don't think you'll... As someone who's read through... The Remender X Force. I just don't think you'll dig it. I don't think it's your taste. Gotta give it a chance. Just gotta, <laughs> I mean, I've liked I've liked his Uncanny <laughs> Avengers. 
So, and I, I think he's a, a good writer. I haven't read a lot of his stuff, but yeah. yeah I just think you'll hate it. Okay. All right, Ben. Okay, so this one, I've read part of it uh, online when it was a webcomic, and I was actually uh, a friend of the creator, and I was also uh, a fan of what she was doing. It's called Clockwork Game. It's a graphic novel. It's, uh, just reading from the back, Clockwork Game retells the true story of the world's first chess-playing automaton, blending reality and fiction into a singular graphic novel. And it's about this... uh, this robot basically uh, in the 1800s or 1700s uh, that it was supposed to be a robot uh, chess player and it actually had like an upper body of a person and it would move pieces and it would play against people and people could look and see that there was no one in there changing the pieces and stuff like that. And I have never finished reading it because I started reading it when it was a web comic and then lost track of it. And then I saw her at a convention Last year at Wizard World Chicago, I was in line with them as we were getting ready to check in. And she's like, oh, by the way, and she handed me a copy. So Clockwork Game, that's my number nine. Daniel, number eight. Well, I'd like to say it was Twas the Night Before Krampus, which I have a copy over over here. But you've already read that. No, I totally haven't read that yet. What? I've only had it for like a week and a half. Oh, man. Ben, I bought this like three years ago and read it. Who's your better friend? I've had it for a week and a half. Exactly. How could you not have purchased it when it first came out? I don't know you. But that's not even my answer. My answer is Power Man and Iron Fist, Epic Collection, (laughs) Heroes for Hire, August 18th, 2015. I want to read me some Heroes for Hire. Old school, getting together, the boys, the band, the first time. Hopefully before they hit Netflix. Well, definitely before they hit definitely, Netflix. Definitely, yes. If I get it in August. $28 on sale on Amazon. But I've been, I've been digging these epic collections. I like the idea of essentials, but I, don't, but I like color in my comics. So, it's, Yeah, I was going to ask you, what is an epic collection? Is it just the essentials with color? Basically, it's what slightly, it is. It's slightly thinner, slightly fewer pages. Um, but they are like it's the release schedule is weird on these that are like for Avengers and Spider Man and that kind of thing. In our so I'm I'm currently reading the Iron Man one, and well one of the Iron Man ones, and I think there's three of them out there. And if you look at it, it's technically uh, volume eighteen. But there because is no they, volume like, one through seventeen. <laughs> yeah, they've like predetermined that. You know, it's cut up into so many pieces, but they're not like releasing them one, two, three, four. They're releasing them like 18, 7, 21. So if they had released all the Iron Man comics ever in these this volumes, would, this would be 17. Yeah, 18. Or whatever. But then. But they did. Yeah. And so eventually, when they get through all of them, p- potentially you could end up with your shelf full 1 through 17. But it's it's just weird to me. And it makes I'm sense on I'm one level, I've read but the X- read an X Men one, paid full price. Children of the Atom, the first twenty three issues of X Men, I found it delightful, corny and campy, and delightful. Read uh, Star Wars Empire, which is a, a Marvel collecting some of the Dark Horse material, all Darth Vader all the time, including some Ostrander. Loved it. Currently reading an Iron Man volume. John Byrne Iron Man, never read John Byrne Iron Man, Iron uh, Iron Wars 2, no, Armor Wars 2, fantastic. Wait, let me ask you this, what's the difference between Epic Collection and their Marvel Masterworks? I think they put a little bit more into the Marvel Masterworks. So just the page quality is better in the Masterworks? Well, the the Masterworks started at 1, like they started at issue 1 of the series and then continued on through that. But then the Masterworks also were intended to be, I think, more of a prestige kind of thing. And I think it was higher pricing on those because oh. I skipped the Masterworks, man. So so these Epic Collections can be anything, basically? So the Epic Collections just jump all over the place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not going in order. Okay. No. No, no. Okay, I got it. All right, what are we at? That was eight. Uh, okay, my turn to go next. Are you done with uh, your... Seven. Discussion? That was seven. Wait, uh, no. No, that was eight. <laughs> Okay. All right. 
My number eight is a Batman story, actually written by Neil Gaiman. It's called Batman, Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader. I've read that. Do you want to try to guess if I'll like it, like Ben? I think you'll like it. It's supposed to be in some way similar to like the Alan Moore, Whatever Happened to the Man of, or to the Man of Tomorrow, uh, that final Superman story ever. And so it's a final Batman story. Oh, okay. That's cool. And yeah, it's, it's, it's decent. It's Neil. I mean, he's good. Yeah. So. All right, Ben, what is your number eight? Uh, Attack on Titan. I've watched mm-hmm. the series, and this is a manga series as well, but I, I watched the anime, and I liked it. It is weird, bizarre, and violent, and crazy, and I'm very curious how the manga is, so I want to read at least one volume of Attack on Titan. And it, the concept is basically, it's getting this kind of weird... Uh, side history and you have this technology where they're almost like Spider-Man they have these things that shoot from their waist that shoot these uh, cables and they'll attach into uh, like a tree or something like that and then they'll swing through and then they'll like jump and attach to another place and, and they're just zipping around but then they're protecting their civilization their country from these huge, giant, enormous monsters, and they're they're humanoid monsters that have you know weird features, and um, it's just weird, bizarre, wacky stuff. But it's also fairly human. Um, so I I, I I I'm very curious about the manga and how that compares to the the anime. So Attack on Titan. That's my number eight. Nice. Daniel, number seven. Number seven, Cal by Kyle Higgins. Because who doesn't want to read the story of the first superhero labor union of all time? I've heard of this. This this just came out last year. Yep. What is this now? Cowl. C-O-W-L. It stands for Chicago Organized Workers League. And it's the first superhero labor union. Interesting. Okay. And, you know, labor unions in Chicago, it's got to be good, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, my number seven is another Batman story, but more focused on Joker. This is by Ed, Brew, uh, Ed Brewbreaker, and it is called The Man Who Laughs. The Man Who Laughs by Ed Brubaker. Who knows about this story? I do not. Me either, but I'm going to read it. I do have a list in order now. <laughs> See, I knew what was going on, Daniel. What, what <laughs> happens is when uh, Ben and I are talking, you get real quiet because you put your mic on mute and you're just working on other things. Then you come I back. I put my list in order. <laughs> and you come back and you cut in halfway through, through a sentence. <laughs> yeah. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. And by the way, yeah. I, it's okay, right. Daniel. It's okay. Hey, my mic's working better now. Okay. Got the new cord. That wasn't all just pauses, bud. All right, Avery, you're up. Okay. This one I've read some of, but others I have not. I've read half of this. And I'm just going to use two words to describe it, but then I'll have to explain a little bit more. And that's Earth One. Now, I've read Superman Earth One, Part One and Two, and Batman Earth One. But there are also three more. There's Teen Titans Earth 1, Superman Earth 1 Part 3, and Batman Earth 1 Part 2. And I haven't read any of the the last three. I want to reread the first three and then read for the first time the second three. So that's, that's something that might actually get recorded about. That's the one that I wasn't sure about putting on this list because of that. But uh, I liked the Superman Earth 1 both volumes. I like the Batman Earth 1. The Teen Titans Earth 1, it's weird to me that they actually have that because the Batman does not have a Robin. And to me, Teen Titans is like... Robin should be in there, but I'm looking at the cover and it's got Cyborg and Beast Boy and I think Raven. Have you read this, Daniel? Two stars. Out of? Five. Well, it's better than two stars out of ten. Ugh. (laughs) So bad. So bad? I'm, I'm going to give it one star right now. I'm backing it down to one star on Goodreads. 
Really? Ugh. See, here's the deal. Okay, I'm going to give it two stars because of the concept's at least original, but... Here's the thing. I mean, Marvel never saw a concept they didn't rip off if it made money. And so they went and they did their season one books. They, they stopped those. Some of those I would give. In fact, Ant-Man, I would give that one star straight up right now. One star out of, out of five. Daredevil, I would give four stars out of five. There's some good stuff and there's some bad stuff. And some of those are like, that's the movie that they should have made. Fantastic Four, that's the movie they should have made. But... Yeah, that's it's hit or miss. But the the three volumes of Earth One that I've read have been pretty good. And well, Batman and Superman is so much better though. Well, that's why it's good that Teen Titans is tucked right there in the middle so that I can you know just if that'll be my lowest point and maybe I'll get up on a high point to leave. There's supposed to be a Wonder Woman coming out soon. Or not soon, but there is a, a well, Wonder Woman. And I believe Horizon. Grant Morrison's writing that. He's going into some of Wonder Woman's origins, uh, more interesting personality quirks. Uh-oh. Here's the thing. I mean, we've been enjoying Grant Morrison, though. Yeah, Wonder Woman Earth 1 is in November. Okay. And I don't know anything more about if there are any other Earth 1s planned after that. I just find it weird that Teen Titans was one of those. I also haven't no, thought... I- just, I haven't heard what the what's coming out after you know, Wonder Woman, but uh, yeah, it seems like they are really trying to push this uh, this world. It was one of the Earths that were featured in multi uh, multiversity. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's one of the Earths that's featured in uh, Convergence, actually, because Convergence is like these two issue miniseries where you have one universe with representatives versus another representative from another universe. I can answer that question. It is not featured in Convergence. Okay. So none of the Convergence series have nope. that. Okay. No, they're just original graphic novels, and they don't really they haven't strayed from that yet. All right. All right. Where are we at? Uh, six? No. One, two. Yeah, six. Daniel. Before Ben can say it. Star Wars Infinities. Oh, but I'm podcasting the, about that, so it's not the on the list. What ifs of the Star Wars universe? Yeah, I'll be I'll be doing some talking about that. Oh, my, my number six is also a one if. This is, well, no, it's an else world. It is Superman Red Sun. You're kidding oh, me. So That's good. mine. That's my next one. That's your number seven? Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. What, what do you know about it? I know little, very little. All I know is it has to do with Superman being raised by Ruskies instead by, of Americans. Yeah, his space capsule lands in Russia. Yeah, and. The other thing I know about it is that everyone who's read it raves about it. It's so good. See? <laughs> there it is. It's so, so good. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, that was the first one that I put on my list when we were trying to think of things, or when I was trying to think of things that I wanted to read. And it's one of the few things on my list that I don't have readily available to me here in my house. I'm pretty sure that the reason that I liked Masterman so much is because of the work that Red Sun did. Would anybody like to guess how many stars I gave this out of five? five I'm going five. to guess five. Five. So good. This is on right, Goodreads, right? Yeah, on Goodreads. Daniel, take your number five. A book you denied me the right to read this week. Royals, Masters of War. How, how did that happen? How do we deny you? Because we, well, told we said, couldn't hey, read anything from his list. Reading this? And you guys <laughs> said no, because we haven't done the episode yet. Oh. Uh, so I'm literally planning on beginning it in the next two days. I've never heard of it. What's it about? The royal families of the world, they're superheroes. So we got World War II action with the royal family as supers. And I was flipping through it. Don't hate me. There's a superhero, and there's Winston Churchill, same panel. Okay. Okay, guys, I study World War II history. Settle down. Come on. Uh, I'm, I'm completely settled. And if I love it, I'll probably do an episode on it. That's valid. And if I hate it, I'll probably do an episode on it. Okay. Hmm. And right. if it's just in between, I'll forget about it. Sounds fair. 
All right, my number five is one that both of you guys have recommended to me, so it has to be good. Astro City. You'll hate it. No, I'm ki- You own like five volumes of Astro City. Well, here's what happened. A, a couple years ago, I bought a bunch, and then the ones I didn't have, Ben, ben actually mailed to me to let me read them, and I finally had to mail them back because I was like, I, I appreciate this. I just know I'm not, I don't have time to read these right now, so I've still not read it. I've been with you when you've bought volumes of Astro City. No, I hear you. I'm just saying they're on my shelf. That's mo- oh, I think almost everything on this list. Let me take a look here. Yes, everything on the list so far, except for Rick Remender's run on X Force, I own. So I just want. I'm using this list to get through things I bought and never read. This is what I'm saying. Same here. Same here. All right, Ben. I'll what do you be got? I'll be honest. Here? I only have one thing on here that I've bought, and two things on here that I am going to buy. I got another one that I got for free here in my hands, and it is Robotech, the graphic novel, sent to me by a friend in the mail. Which friend? Well, it's not you, Matt. Oh. <laughs> so I'll let you guess. But, um, yeah, so this was sent to me by Daniel Butcher, who knows I'm a Robotech fan. And I don't know if, Daniel, were you a fan of this? Is that why you had that in the first place? I, I when I was in high school, I read some, but not all the Robotech books, and enjoyed them. The and novels. I don't know how this Robotech comic showed up in my collection, and I don't remember ever reading it. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to reading it. It looks like the guy who adapted Carl Masek was working on it. He did the plot for it anyway, and I'm not sure if it adapts episodes or if it is meant to fill in gaps between episodes or between series even um, because they took three different anime series that were unrelated and then just called them three different time periods in the 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 robotech continuity wait a minute is this why there's like three trilogies afterwards and they were like in three different time periods and they were unconnected characters. Like, there's like an, a, you mean, a trilogy where they're out on the road. You mean the novel stuff? Yeah, yeah. Because all the novels adapted the the series. They adapted episodes from the series. So if you read all the stuff with Macross and Rick Hunter, that was like that first chunk of the Robotech series. Because here's the thing: I never went through like the actual Robotech series series all the way through in the books. But like all those side trilogies, I actually read. <laughs> Yeah, so that I mean that's the way the animated series came is so they could have enough episodes to run it in syndication for day for weekday playing. So that I means five five episodes a week you can run through that pretty quickly. So they took these three different series. It's ingenious. It, I I cannot imagine how much fun it would be to work on something like that where they just hand you here here's the story it's already been told for you but now you have to rewrite it to make sense, but then also to connect with these other stories that have nothing to do with the series that, that you did there. Uh, the challenge is just sounds so cool, sounds so fun. And I've never had a chance to actually work on something like that, but um, I would love to. I would love to work on something like that. Now people get angry at you for going and taking the original and not just you know putting subtitles on there or, or straight-up English uh, translation for your dialogue with a dub, but back then the story they created out of that it actually ends up being a pretty epic story. So it's 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 one of those things that was part of my childhood, but then as an adult when I found out how they did it, I really appreciated it even more. So that's my number what five? Is that right? Mm. Yeah. So we're on number four now. Yep, four. One, two, three, Dead. four left. Yep. How did we get to four already? Well, that's just crazy. What makes it easy is that some people are turning off their mics and not making any comments about anything. Exactly. <laughs> I have not turned off my mic since I got this list in order. So okay, okay. And that was just to avoid the clicky clicky. I think he means since he got called out. Since he got caught. Yeah. Dudes, I wanted it in order. Number I still four. think you're wrong. This is yeah. not number four. This. I don't know. I don't have a number. Eight, seven, six, five. Okay, this is number four. Math is hard. (laughs) Okay. You guys know I love three brothers. 
And they are Aram. Um, wait, I'm going to mispronounce his name. I love me some Aram Anipata. I like I like some Galad Anipata. But the, the one brother I haven't read his own series of is Ivar Anipata. So I want to read me some Ivar Time Walker from Valiant. Sounds yeah. fun. Should be good. Yes, a nice tie into Archer and Armstrong. Totally will. And definitely a different, each of the brothers has got kind of a different personality. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, is it, is it Ivar, as I've seen proclaimed once or twice, going to be dark compared to fun-loving Aram? I don't know. That just kills everybody. Here's my problem is I've stacked my Valiant graphic novels under two stacks of books when I moved a bookshelf out of my office. And I haven't replaced a bookshelf to replace books onto the shelf. So my Valiant graphic novels have been going unread. Wait, do you have Ivar, the Time, wa- the time Walker, it. in there? I don't think so. Oh, because you could just give it to me. <laughs> I can't. That's the point. Like, it's under stacks of books that I can't get to. Because I All gave, right. I gave Matthew, that bookshelf to my wife. All right. Number four for me is going to be a Vertigo series called Unwritten. I honestly don't know very much about this. So I just have heard good things. I don't know anything about the plot. I'm going to try it sight unseen. Sounds good. Okay. Ben, you're up. <laughs> Apparently, no no comments from the audience. I've, there, I've heard that it's good and I've seen it, but I haven't read it. I don't know what it's about. Oh, I'm sorry. I was on pause. I was on mute. I don't get it. Well, we've I been wasn't. making fun of him for putting us on, putting it on mute. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ben, four? I have four issues in my grubby little hands right here. And it is a series of comics that I know about this character because of Neil Gaiman and Sandman. But I have not actually read what it came from. And I've heard that there's some stuff going on with him in Convergence, but I'm not sure. I'll look into it. After I read these, if I if I like it enough, but it's the first teen president of the USA, and it's oh, yeah. Prez issues one, two, three, and four, and yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you look at the cover here; you got Prez driving down the street with his gang of hip hippies, and people are throwing bricks at him and yelling "radicals." Impeach the punk kid, and then someone else says, Prez says, cool it, man, you had your chance. So, yeah, there's the origin story, and then final chess match, Russia versus USA, winner takes all. Issue three, he's getting interviewed and says, is it true, Mr. President, that you are meeting with the revolutionary general in a fight to the death? Yes, if he has the guts, Prez says. And on the last one, he's being attacked by some sort of werewolf with no legs who is on some sort of board with wheels on it. Not a skateboard, but like a thing you would stack boxes on and move them around with. But it looks just wacky enough that I just might like it. Yeah, they are bringing Prez back, but a different Prez. So not the person you're about to read about, but a a new child president. Well, and it'll be a girl, I think. It is a girl. That they're bringing back. And this Prez, the, what I've heard is that he actually is like wandering the earth now in current continuity. He's, or he's wandering the multiverse, helping out Prez's here and there, I guess. I don't know. But these four issues, it looks like just great, wacky 70s type of stuff. So Bronze Age at its best. Nice. All right, Daniel. Well, believe it or not, we are at number three. I love the movie The Kingsman. Love it. So I want to read Secret Service. The other book you've denied me this week. I hope you enjoy it. I do too. I hope you enjoy reading it within the confines of the rules that we have slayed down. Mm. Suspicious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Another one for my number three. Another one that well, for sure, Ben has recommended it to me. I'm not sure if Daniel's read this, but uh, a series by the combo of Jim Kruger and Alex Ross 
I'm talking about the DC event. I don't know if it was an event, but it was called Justice. That was almost on my list. Because uh, I, I'd you, only read the first volume. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, you had to have read it. You recommended it to me. Yeah. It, the first volume was really, really good. And I have the second and third volume, but I haven't gotten around to reading them since I read that first one. And bought the second and third one based on how good the first one was. Daniel, have you read Justice? Nope. Hence the quietness. Do you have I, it on your shelf, Matt? Yep, I bought them. So they're just waiting for me. Wow. If you want, like, I could, you want me to send them to you after I'm done? Oh, I have them. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like I'm muted. I'm not even here. So anyway, Matt, um, who's next? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go with you. What's your number three? <laughs> um, well, I was going to put Night Nurse on there, but I'll be co- podcasting about that on my other podcast, Welcome to Level 7, when we do our next comic episode. Night Nurse being a character featured on the Daredevil series. Um, I was also going to put Captain Canuck on my list. The complete edition, because I've only read about half of that, and there's a new series coming out, and I'm very excited to read the new Captain Canuck series. But since I've read about half of that, and I might end up podcasting about it, I didn't do that. Daniel, you'll appreciate this. I'm going to be seeing my friend Tim Barron, who drew The Night Before Krampus, by the way, and also drew our new book, Frankenstein, Conqueror of the Cosmos, available this weekend at Fort Wayne, Indiana's Appleseed Comic Con. How would I get a copy of that? Well, we haven't Even put it up I don't to have a credit yet, in it. But, well, you didn't help with this one. Unfortunately, there was no time to have any kind of editor read over it, and I'm very nervous about that. So that's what happened. This one, we were down to the wire on finishing this one in time to be printed in time for the convention. So unfortunate, but true. But when I meet with Tim Barron, he has sent me a picture. I said, Ben, do you have this? And I sent him a picture or a text back and said, no, I don't. And he sent another one back to me and said, well, you do now. And that is the giant-sized, oversized edition of the movie adaptation of Howard the Duck. Yep. And I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I might even like it, but I'm going to read it. So that's mine. Might be good. Might be better than the movie. Won't be hard. The novel, <laughs> better than the movie. The novel was sent to me actually by a listener of, from Welcome to Level 7. And it's actually semi-enjoyable in places. Far more enjoyable than the movie. And I do get some joy out of that movie, but not much. All right, Daniel, you're number two. My number two is a miniseries that I had to wait for a friend to send me the last issue of. (laughs) It's right. It's about an ancient kingdom. It's the Atlantis Chronicles. You got it now, though. So that's good. I do. That's good. I have it all now. So (laughs) feeling much better. That's that's good. We're totally probably going to podcast about it. Just saying. It's been a while since I've read it, though. I'm totally going to podcast about it. Just saying. (laughs) It's good. It is. It's really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Hey, guys. You remember when the three of us talked about The Long Halloween by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale? I do. Isn't that your favorite Batman book? It's one of my favorites, yeah. Well, guess what? They did two other collections right after, well, maybe not right after, but uh, that followed that story. One called Dark Victory and the other one called Haunted Night. And those two make up my number two. Batman Dark Victory, Batman Haunted Night. You guys have any experience with these? Nope. Other than you know, I thought I... it was your favorite Batman story. Both of those, but I guess not. No, never I heard, still never feel bad about about that mix-up. That's okay. All right, Ben. Turned number two. Okay, number two is uh, Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men. The oh, his run. I, I've read this. This is a winner. You have read it. Yes, it's uh, mostly strong with some few slower parts, but mostly five stars. The problem with 
this is I have the hardcover volume one and I want to find the hardcover volume two so they can match. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to buy the, I think they've like split up volume one and two into like four soft cover volumes, but I haven't found a good cheap edition that's not over, you know, priced over the cover price as a collectible. So I'm going to keep my eyes out for that. That's actually one for your list, Matt, when you go to your convention this coming weekend. Oh, let me let me write that down. So you're looking for volume two of hardcover. S- volume two hardcover of Astonishing X-Men by Joss Whedon. All right. Yeah, Daniel sent me some things also to keep my eyes open for. You're going to be a busy, busy man. But yeah, that's that's one that I, I really want to finally get around to reading. But I just haven't because I couldn't find that other volume. So that's my number two. All right, Daniel, number one. What are you most looking forward to reading by episode 100? You know, it took a lot of focus to figure out what I wanted for number one. Oh, we I mean, I thought about cheating. And when I cheated, you know, just saying something like old comics, because I could maybe throw in some Suicide Squad by Ostrander and some West Coast Avengers. Be like, yeah, just old comics like that. Because I pulled out my old copies of Squad and Avengers. Or maybe maybe some more Marvel team-up. Because I got probably 15 old back issues of Marvel team-up. But in the end, I think the one that I want to read the most is the original run of Secret Avengers. You haven't because read I've read that? the last two volumes. But I haven't read the first volume. The Cap volume. Huh. Now, this is what you asked me to watch for this, so you said in the email, Secret Avengers, the Captain America run, issue one. That's the only one you want, just issue one? No, no, I, I'm willing to pay a little bit more on issue one. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. And then, but I was saying, hey, grab, like, if I could get some of the issues from two to ten. Yeah. Cheap, cheap. What do you, what do you guys consider cheap at a con- uh, convention? Buck, well, fifty-one dollar. Yeah, for individual issues, I'd say like a dollar. For graphic novels, half off or more is cheap. And more than cover price is expensive. See, what I wanted to tell you to do was to find a copy of Suicide Squad number one by Ostrander. Because I wanted to go back and read those before they even announced the movie. And I don't have number one. But all these speculators are driving up the cost. Oh, yeah. It went way up. So I just got to wait for that excitement to die down. Yeah, I heard that maybe two, three months ago it was in the 50-cent bins, and now it's going for more than any of us want to pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you find one for a dollar, bring it back for me, bud. I'd buy I that for a dollar. I had right, to say that. You guys sorry. ready for my number one? Yes. All right. Now, this is the one that I have read uh, the first trade, but I want to read... Actually, I might have read two trades of this, but I want to read the full run. And this is a, a run that lasted for, I think, five, six, seven years. I'm not even sure, but Jeff Johns on the Green Lantern. Ooh, that is a big run. Yeah, it's a huge run. And I actually already purchased, because I got a great 50% off deal, I purchased the Omnibus that collects his entire run, including Green Lantern, but also Green Lantern Core. And uh, yeah, it should be... A, should be fun to read through these. I think it started in 2005 and ended. Oh, man. Does anybody? I'm not positive it started in 2005, but let's just say 2005 to 2012, something like that. So well, it ends uh, in New 52. Yeah. It so ends does that only just include right? the New 52? Uh, you know, uh, no, because it, then you don't okay. have it all. No, just listen. L- listen. <laughs> what, I, what I've done is I've already, per- I have them in my shelf right now, uh, the number one Omnibus, and I've already pre ordered Omnibus number two. <laughs> So, uh, I'm not sure how far it's going to go through. I don't know how many omnibuses there's going to be. But I'm just saying that that keeps up through New 52. Well, you know, let's, let, let's say um, we get to episode 100 and I haven't finished it yet. I could at least give you a good response to was it a winner or was it a loser? <laughs> after, after I've read two omnibuses worth of material. Fair enough. All right, number one for Ben. Hey, are, is anyone keeping track of this? I'm keeping well, track of You oh. remember I, I muted to be polite, and I actually have mine all in order. Did you, Me too. Were, were you listening? 
to ours, though? No. Okay. Well, we could just send them to each other, right? <laughs> yeah, because you know, we got to hold each other accountable, right? At least when, as we're getting closer, we're going to say, hey, have you read those six graphic novels on one item or two omnibuses on one item? That's a lot of yeah, stuff, that, man. I know. That, that's going to take me a while. That's why it's my number one. All right. My number one is, frankly, it comes down to this seems like it's going to be the most fun for me. And that's why I went ahead, even though most of what else I said wasn't really in any kind of real order other than I was going down my list. Um, so Red Sun just happened to be the next one on my list when you said yours. It had nothing to do with the order of what I was doing. But what I want to do, what I want to read, is the Bat manga that they did. It's yeah. reprinting the Japanese Batman comics. I originally would have loved to have done some episodes about that for Comic Time Machine. I just don't see that really working very well trying to describe just the some of the weird zaniness that comes out of it but i might still i mean after i read it maybe i i will choose to do some sort of report on it with comic book time machine beyond you know the the episode 100 but there's a couple different volumes that are out right now there's at least two i have one and i'm going to be ordering the second one they're big they're wacky they're zany it is manga but what it is it's the because you have the Batman TV series that was interpreted from the the comics, so the comic books that DC was publishing here in America became the Batman TV series, which became a hit in Japan. And so the Japanese artists and writers who worked on the Bat manga series, they were basing that series on the tone of the TV series, and so it's a Japanese interpretation of the Batman TV series. Well, you know what? I never knew that. You almost just sold me on my first manga. Well, I've never read one manga before. It's not an adaptation of the, the TV series. It's not like they said, okay, we're going to do Adam West, and we're trying to draw Adam West, but we're doing him in our style. It's just taking the concept from the Batman TV series and reinterpreting the concept for Japanese audiences. And so there's some weird stuff going on. And did you ever see the Brave and the Bold episode with Batmite? Where it did like a spoof kind of thing, where it was a spoof on the the Batman Scooby Doo crossover. No, I never saw that. Oh, because then they actually did uh, another story that was set in this kind of Bat manga series, and it was an anime style. And it feels like they're doing a riff on Speed Racer, and they kind of are. But at the same time, it's actually taking some of the actual elements from this Bat manga. And I have a hardcover edition that Chip Kid. Um, did this beautiful, beautiful job uh, with with the, the design and the covers and, and laying them out and stuff like that. But it's like scans directly from it. And so they're not great because uh, they're, they're scans from the books that would have been on the shelf. Then they have this kind of remastered edition that they're doing where it's meant to be like um, you know, print quality and not it, – it's meant to look like the book that you want to read instead of Chip Kids where it's meant to look like – you're reading this old, old yellowed paper book. Uh, so it's, I'm going to read through both of them, even though I'll be reading the same thing twice. It'll be, you know, to compare and contrast and that kind of thing. But Bat Manga, my number one. That's a great number one. So, all right, guys, so we it? did it. Are we done? That's it. So, in 50 episodes, we'll be back and tell you what we thought about these 10 things. I don't really know how that's going to go, because that could be a pretty long episode. We'll yeah, figure it out. it'll be, you know, I, I'm thinking it'll be just kind of checking in with a report on, on our feelings well, about it, and, and not an in-depth de- in review, but one of those 50 episodes between now and then might be an in-depth review of, yeah, there it is. you know, the, no, the but Suicide l- Squad be, or whatever. Let's be blunt. It'll be an okay episode, because you and I will have a lot to say, Ben, and Matt will be like, well... I read 10 pages of Astro City. <laughs> Wait, what? You don't think I could finish? Why are you I saying you. this, Daniel? Right. Past experience? History? Patterns? No. I'm, a, I'm a great reader now. I, I've come a long way in the, the five years since we met. Just saying. Well, that, got, that was weird. Man. <laughs> a weird ending to episode 50. No, I'm, gonna, I'm doing this. I'm going to experience these 10 things. 
I'm looking at my list and thinking, this is kind of a long list. There's no... The shortest thing is four issues of Prez. You know, I was originally going to uh, propose 25 things on the list. I would not have done that. I would not have gone along with that. <laughs> <laughs> 10 I'll go along with because at least it's 10 things I actually wanted to read in the first place. Yeah. 25 would be pushing. That'd be pushing. All right. Let, let's end this show. Daniel, you have any last words for us? Be safe, kids. Make good choices. Hey, you know what we forgot to do? We forgot to tell people where they could find us on online. Like at welcome, or not welcome, at comicbooktimemachine.com and emailing us at feedback at comicbooktimemachine.com Facebook, facebook.com slash comicbooktimemachine. Well, thank goodness the recorder's still going. Yeah, because we forgot to do that. Sorry. <laughs> well, now you remembered. And that, that's on me. I... I rushed to the end because I know Daniel wants to get to this next episode. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> it's all on me because I actually did it, but I was on mute. You did what? Oh, I gave all of our websites and I was on mute. There, are you happy, Matt? <laughs> Finally, thank you. Just wanted you to admit it. Hey, do you want to know what my runner-up was since we're still recording? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's a one-issue Elseworld. It's called... I think it's Batman Speeding Bullet. Have you heard of this? I have. That's a good one. I have it. Yeah, I have it too. Yeah. I've been wanting to read this for a long time. No, it's Superman. Sorry, Superman Speeding Bullet. And in this world, Superman's space capsule lands in Gotham City. And Martha and Thomas Wayne, who do not have a son named Bruce, raise, uh, I don't know, not Clark, Kal-El. They raise Kal-El. And he becomes... Bruce Wayne of sorts, but he also has superpowers. Yeah, it's good. So that that one, who knows? Since it's only one issue, that could easily be just a nice little solo episode. Unless, unless you want to do it with me, ben. it's it's a little bit longer than than one issue. Though. I mean, it is a prestige format, so I, I can't remember if it's forty eight pages or sixty four pages, but um, but it is a good quick read. It's enjoyable, very enjoyable. I haven't done a well what if episode in a long time. We should do that. And I'm not even on mute. Just saying. <laughs> Hey, let's let's do an episode on that. It it looks like a pretty quick read. Yep. Don't even need me here. <laughs> yeah. We do have another episode that we need to record now. I got Daniel go. and I for our other other podcasting ventures. So. Oh, it's Matt who wants to get out of here. Mr. <laughs> I want to take this big idea and do it fast. Anderson. That's right. Hey guys, I had a great time. Thanks for getting together with me tonight. And that's all from here. I'm Matt Anderson, signing off. Hey, quick, before you go, you know what we should do for our 100th episode? 25 what? things we don't want to read before yes. episode 150. That's awesome. There's and then some on power to a not to do list. Then on 150, we'll be like, we didn't read anything. Yeah, I totally didn't read that. Yeah, and I'm glad. Yeah. All right. Later, players. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>